Hello, and today I'm looking at leadership and self-critique. Thank you for listening to Destination Tokyo and for all the comments for this week's contributors. Lots of warmth for Alice Deering on Monday, the GB swimmer who finally was competing again in Manchester at the weekend after 11 months without competition. There were no competitions for Dai Green, but uh, many of you think that I'm way behind in my knowledge of board games and that I'm stuck in the 1980s. So Dai talked about the need for competition, but also his uh, lockdown love for board games. And uh, yesterday, Patrick Houston, the GB Archer, talked about mental rehearsal. And I've had a lot of love for Patrick and some of his techniques and fascination. I'm wanting to hear a little bit more about that. So we'll explore that more when Patrick comes on in a few weeks' time. Today is the second part of the chat with the Great Britain and England hockey captain, Adam Dixon. I spoke to him a couple of weeks ago. He'd just become a dad. Rafe is now about one month old. Um, Adam's been captain for a couple of years now. And we had a great conversation. We talked, firstly, about lack of hockey and becoming a dad. But this part of the conversation talks about leadership and captaincy. And I started off by asking him if being captain had any privileges. Oh, good gosh. Um, Not that I'm aware of, or maybe I need to know about that I could take advantage of. Um, Privileges. You know, do you pick your place in the changing room? Are you first to do something? No, none of that. I, I would hate to be that sort of um that sort of leader that's not my leadership style i'd ra- much rather the the other boys be be comfortable and and ready to give their best at the expense of my comfort so i'm a bit older and wiser now to know that you know um certain routines or uh what's the word i'm looking for pre-match um rituals and rituals that sort of thing they don't they don't work i've fallen foul of those in the past so have you what did you do i used to have silly things you know um putting one shoe always put left shoe on first before the right uh i don't know if they're superstitions or such maybe just uh just traits but um it would be left shin pad before right shin pad you know you probably you probably catch my shift of where, where this is going but um yeah i'm i think i'm much more assured of, of myself and my performances now that i just just crack on knowing that most of most of the preparation has been done and I can't change my preparation once I've um, stepped out onto the onto the battlefield. So yeah, I'm more mature in some ways. Others would argue other way, but... Um. Yeah, fantastic. I mean, you, who'd have thought that when you were awarded the captaincy, was it February 2019, that two years on, you'd have had a year like this. And But I, I reckon you're you're well suited to have been leading the team during these difficult times, from what I know of you. Thank you, um, and that, that that does mean a lot. It's been it's been tough. I think um, one of the main leadership challenges is you know just keeping the group together through lockdown. The first lockdown, we didn't know when we were coming back, and we didn't want to lose momentum at whatever point we did return to the hockey field. And um, we worked quite hard behind the scenes and in reflecting on how the past twelve months had gone and what would have been our 12 month lead up to the Olympics um, have a hard look in the mirror because there's not many chances that you in life in fact that you get a genuine second chance and this is what this feels like so no matter what we'd done in that period up to the first lockdown we actually had a moment to step back all look at each other and say look we we weren't really hitting the levels that we need to hit here or there and we expressed those back to the coaches coaches generally agreed with everything that that we said so it was it was a player-led review normally we do like a formal yearly review that gb hockey send out but this was player-led we thought it was a good time to do it and there's definitely been some 
performance improvements off the back of it, our training environments much much more challenging i'd say in, in a good way open and honest we were able to you know look at each other and say that that's not good enough you need to be better here and not take it as an offense it's like it's, it's a take it as a, a development piece yeah what else i'm trying to think what else we've done we've actually used used lockdown uh, to speak to a few external leadership experts and I'm, I'm talking just about our leadership group which is myself and four others so there's five of us we've spoken to andrew strauss we've spoken to dylan hartley of england rugby and we're trying to plan a few more in the future so i'm trying to i might have to steal some contacts off you uh mark but, um you know just to just to you know spitball a few different ideas about how leadership worked in cricket and rugby and you know their team sports i think cricket's slightly different because strauss was essentially the coach on the pitch um and was involved in selection which we don't have have that to to worry about but um the chats with dylan hartley were were also really useful um trying to bring some real life examples to the floor here he had he had a really good one actually about setting standards in training and how you ultimately you've just got to be honest with each other and if you're too shy to speak to your mate who you could have to rely on in the heat of battle um weeks or months down the line if you're too shy at that moment then you're just wasting each other's time so to ensure that boys stayed on the on their game they would they would have a similar leadership setup to what we would have in hockey i'm not sure how many numbers they had but if there was if they were coming together on a camp at the start of Six Nations or something and, and Eddie Jones was really wanting to push a certain theme or topic through the first week of training that each of the leadership group would have, you know, a small number of players amongst the wider squad that they would really keep, you know, chipping away at to make sure that those standards never slipped. And it was their responsibility to, yeah, just to to make sure that culture was healthy and, and performances therefore were were always, you know, moving forwards so yeah we've definitely taken quite a few different things from non-hockey leadership experts which is which is quite exciting and it's definitely kept things fresh through through lockdown yeah i mean i i'm a big fan of that i really think that we don't have to reinvent the wheel that there are lots of experts out there in different sports and there's a lot we can learn from each other i'm absolutely spot on and great to hear that you're doing that and that hopefully you're seeing measured improvements as well yeah uh, and I think so. I think so. Um, we're Danny Kerry, our head coach, has coined a phrase that he got quite famous for after winning uh, gold with the girls in Rio. Um, and that was, um, and I'll have to excuse me if I get it wrong, but it goes something along the lines of culture precedes performance. So you've absolutely got to get your culture right before results start to take care of themselves. And um, some people think that culture is quite, organic and if it, if you all get on and it all clicks then you've got a good culture and if you don't then there's nothing you can do about it but you know seeing Danny work firsthand um and the the level of detail that he goes into thinking about things and and how he operates and how it might affect different uh members of the squad in different ways is 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 quite inspiring really and we've tried to basically just be an extension of that as the leadership group and as a captain so we have catch-ups quite regularly as, as small groups just to make sure that our, our training is doing what it's supposed to do and, and keep improving us so we, we sort of debrief quite regularly our, our training weeks and we call them hot debriefs and we just sort of get anything off our chest if we don't think something's gone well it's no sort of no no holes barred just just get it off your chest and i think that's that's something that we 
maybe a few years ago wouldn't have been brave enough to do. So I feel like our team culture is is genuinely strong um, and healthy, but it will certainly be tested over the next few months when selection starts to come in. You know, absolutely selection is is a big distraction when you're trying to build a team that wants to go for gold and you've got people who are, who know they're going to be or potentially could be left behind. So it's um, it's something tricky, but it's, it's definitely workable. And if you approach it as sort of humanely as possible um, and the messages that you deliver are from a good place, from, from the heart and show that you care, then I think from experience, those messages land pretty well, no matter who they're being delivered to. Yeah, well, the women had to go through it five years ago and they did it with great success. So you've, you've, you know, you're in, you're in good hands there. Look, yeah. uh, it's been fascinating. I'm absolutely interesting chatting to you, Adam, and thanks for revealing so much, but you've got a little baby Rafe who's <laughs> happy, probably needs changing and a wife who must be desperate for you to get out there and help. So I really appreciate yeah. your time. Thanks ever so much, Mark. Thanks for having me. And thanks to GB and England hockey captain, Adam Dixon, who's a brand new dad. That's just about it for today. I'd love it if you'd subscribe to Destination Tokyo and you do that from wherever you're listening to this, just a single click of a button and it'll mean that as every new episode is produced, you'll get notification, it'll go straight to your device, you won't have to do anything, it doesn't cost you a penny and you'll be first to hear about the latest edition of Destination Tokyo. We've got some great guests coming up in the coming weeks and months. So thank you very much again for listening today and I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.